scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, is the hibernating Southern Bear. What up, Tweet? What up, what up? I'm here every week, unlike somebody. I know. Somebody gets eliminated from the college playoffs and they're not able to show up. Probably full off their Halloween candy. Um, whatever excuse comes up, you know, this week. It's, you know... It's sad to see somebody who's just so into this league just struggle to come each week, you know, and provide actual content to our viewers or our listeners. It It's just sad. I mean, he did make a trade. It was a pretty blockbuster trade today. We'll get to it later. I was, you know, having a hard time wrapping my head around, you know, this huge trade that he worked on, but. It is what it is. You know what, Jacob? Maybe this, you know, this mental time away from podcasting will help you focus on your NFL team this week. Um, you know, you're fighting the good old fight, but you know, we're fighting for second. We're fighting for second over here. It sounds like it's gonna be tough because I think he he might be at a neighborhood block party on a Thursday evening, and uh, you know. He's kind of putting that over over the Thursday night football game, Thursday night NCAA game. Like, I think he's gone. He's gone. I just think he's gone. He's not into the fantasy world anymore. And I, I think this is a very slippery slope, and he's, he's going to really go downhill. R.I.P., Jacob. We love you. Pour one out. Maybe he'll be back next week. Maybe, we'll maybe. see. All right. Well, hey, make sure you go out. You give us a rate and reviews. Only five star, just like you know all the players on Tweets College Squad. All five stars. Uh, all five stars like that go to my NFL squad. Uh, we've got a couple. We got a couple people in this league who've never seen a five star. Um, let's hear. Yeah. Jacob has yet to make the college playoffs. Uh, Grim hasn't made the college playoffs. Patrick had him. 
he he let him go. Hey, you know what? Let's talk about yeah. Grim had him. He let Drake May go. He let who else? Uh, Connor Wegman. He doesn't like good players either. He's a glutton for punishment. Who are some? Uh, Chad. Chad's got some five stars now. You know the G five stars. Uh, he Chad. he's going to make the playoffs for the first time. As a, as a top squad too, like yeah. Uh, as long as he, he wins this week, he's going to get that number one number one seed. Yeah, but yep. got a quick it's hitter a, for you, tweet. I'm I'm ready to be quick and hit it. Well, that's what I hear. All right, <laughs> a, a little different of a who am I through eight games of their rookie year. Ooh. So I have picked three at the time rookies. It doesn't mean that it's this year. It could be from, you know, 1998 for all I know. Well, I do know. It's not from 98. It's <laughs> they're, they, they are all wide receivers who are currently in the league right now in the NFL. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they are – it doesn't necessarily mean they are rookies right now. It's just these were their rookie stats. And I picked through eight games because we're through eight games of the regular season right now. All right. So rookie – Rookie number one, 34 receptions on 40 targets, 563 yards, and three touchdowns. Rookie number two, 36 receptions on 52 targets for 800 or for 482 yards and seven touchdowns. And rookie number three, 38 receptions on 60 targets for 786 yards and seven touchdowns. So in a full point PPR league, that is 108.3 points, 126.4 and 158.6. All have different levels of targets, but you got 34 receptions, 36 receptions, 38 receptions, 563 yards, 482 yards and 786 Three touchdowns, seven touchdowns, seven touchdowns. Tweet, can you guess who is each rookie? I mean, we can all say, like, oh, the rookie I want is rookie number three with, like, almost 160 points. But do you know who these rookies are? Can I ask a time sure. frame just to make sure? Like, are um, we talking about 05 to 2023? They are... Anywhere between 2019 to 2023. Okay. Can I guess? All right. 2019 to 2023. And I will say teams that they are on right now. Rookie number one, NFC. Rookie number two, NFC. And rookie number three, AFC. Uh, I'm going to go rookie number one as Cooper Cup. Okay. Rookie number three is Jalen Waddell. Okay. And rookie number two, give me Devonta Smith. All right. Rookie number one with 108.3 points. If Now, hold on. Let me backtrack. Now, if you were to pick which rookie you would want on your team based off these stats, you know, 
you're trading for who these guys are. Who are your priority levels? Which ones do you want? I mean, in order. To me, I'm gonna go. I'm going with the guy with the most yards, most touchdowns, number three. Okay. Then two and one. I mean, okay. I so like three, the two, one. Number one, but I, I can't argue the stats of the other two guys. So, all right, rookie number three, Jamar Chase. Whew. Forgot about that guy. <laughs> rookie number two, Jordan Addison. Oh, only like 32 points off from Jamar Chase's rookie year. Seven touchdowns already. Woo. Number. He plays with JJ. Like Jamar Chase doesn't play with JJ and never has. Yep. And rookie number one, JJ. Woo. Speaking of the devil. There you go. Double doubling Jamar Jefferson's touchdowns. Uh roughly about the same. You're at 80 yards difference. And uh he's got two more receptions on 12 more targets and 18 more points. I like I that. Thought, I, I was I, thinking we were gonna be a little more spaced out on who our people were. So yeah, yeah. So I I was just uh I just kind of wanted to see how good Jamar Chase or not Jamar Chase, how uh, good Jordan Addison was doing. Um and then I just thought of like, you know, let's look at the best of the best right now and how do they look. So, uh, I mean, yeah, those are filthy numbers, especially yeah. like when you look at when you look at the fact that JJ was like leading the league in receiving yards and all this other stuff this year before he went down. Like he was still having a good year before that. So it, it's not like he just got seven touchdowns in the last two weeks. So, Ooh. yeah, so. That I'm, it's kind of like the sneaky thing. Like, oh yeah, like Jordan Addison's been good, but no, he's been real good. Anyways, I can't wait. I can't wait for Grim to drop in the chat that he already knew these guys. Obviously, he knows them after we said it. We get it, Grim. After you listen to Grim, you can't say you knew them. Yeah, I mean, come on. All right, let's move on to our NCAA news. Uh, we've got Pat Narduzzi and Deion Sanders. After the their respective games this week, pretty much throwing players under the bus, you've got Pat Narduzzi saying, "Yeah, like I thought we went out and you know we lost a lot of really good players, and I thought we brought some in, but we didn't, and we need to bring in better players because we don't have them here, pretty much." And those got like retweets by you know tight ends offensive linemen different things like that and it's crazy because Dion pretty much said the same thing of like yeah our offensive line was crap I need to go get a whole new offensive line and Pat Narduzzi got like raked across the coals but Dion like had nothing so I think that's kind of I I don't know if I want to chalk it up to Pat Narduzzi said it earlier in the day when more people were watching TV and football than when Dion says it at night or they're just like the media is kind of behind Dion and like, they just don't want to bring bad light to him type thing. He, they both said the same thing, but I feel like Pat Narduzzi is getting a lot more backlash than Dion is. 
I definitely think. Out, turns out Dion's luggage isn't isn't Louie, I guess. Not quite Louie. Um, I definitely think the media is obviously playing into the old Dion factor in Colorado, and they don't want to lose that. So they're not going to throw him under the bus as much as Pitt's coach out there. <laughs> so I. Uh, I think Dion gets the benefit of the doubt 99% of the time and will continue to get that until until the allure kind of wears off. So, You know what I'm excited to see? So, Tweet, you are an Iowa State Cyclone season ticket holder. Is that correct? Used to be a season ticket holder. Not anymore because I got two dogs and a house to take care of, and it's a lot of work to go out there. But Rinker is – and uh, I'll be up there for a game. I'm watching us beat down Texas for the last time in the Big 12 in a couple weeks. So, so but. Ian, if you're since you're a season ticket holder, I don't know if Colorado will play at Iowa State next year or really what that schedule looks like. But I really want to know what the atmosphere is like when Dion comes to town. Like, what is it like in the stadium? Is if you're since you're a season ticket holder, like are there more people in the stadium for a Dion game than a non Dion game? I just I want to know those things. So drop those in the chat. Even hey, maybe make a guest appearance. I I want to I want to know these things, and I definitely know our viewers and listeners want to as well. It will be interesting. We haven't dropped our schedule. Big Ten dropped their schedule today, by the way. Uh, I guess I missed that. Yeah, Big Ten dropped their schedule uh, for those Iowa fans out there. Uh, they got Ohio State, Washington, Penn State. Uh, it's a pretty tough schedule. Ohio State's also rolling with Oregon, Michigan, Penn State. Like it, it's tough this this next year. So it'll be uh, interesting. They just dropped it this evening. So, but Big Twelve will drop their schedule. <coughs> should, should be pretty interesting as well. So. This new conference realignment stuff is going to make everything a little I'm, crazy for a while. I'm definitely very interested to see because I don't I don't take it into account now, and I honestly I don't know why I don't, but I don't. But like in the NFL, like you hear about the East Coast to West Coast, West Coast to East Coast, like oh these teams have a hard time when they travel. That's their job. Like they get there a couple days early, like. Yep. How are college kids going to take it? Maybe even better because they're not old and they can, you know, they're already staying out till however late partying or or whatnot. I mean, so maybe it's not going to matter at all to them. Maybe it's going to matter more. Maybe it means there's a lot more first half unders. I don't know. That'll be something to look at. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Steve Smith, senior, calling out uh, NC State. Uh, saying it's a basketball school, and then their head coach saying, like, you know, calling calling Steve Smith out, saying it's not a basketball school, which kind of then throws like the basketball team under the bus type. Thing. I don't know. It was kind of weird, but also kind of funny. I didn't like, see Steve, that. I love the Steve Smith energy. Like, just keep calling people out. I yep. mean, doesn't matter. Jerry Judy, NC yep. State, just keep it keep it coming. Uh, <laughs> We've got Will Shipley and concussion protocol. So, uh, uh, Corey, I'm playing you this week. He's in your lineup. I'm not sure he's going to play or not. Clemson 
doesn't look uh, right currently, so maybe they sit him. Not sure. Just something to be aware of. Uh, Houston and their unis, they got uh, pretty much a, like, a letter that's saying you need to stop wearing those baby blue jerseys. They are an infringement on the Houston Oilers jerseys. So Houston is no longer allowed to wear those sweet baby blues that they had. Kind of sucks, but I mean, anyways. I kind of thought that's what they were paying homage to, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how it works. Um, then we've got Alton McCaskill. I believe he's still on Grimm's team. He is taking a red shirt at Colorado this year. Uh, Jalen McMillan on my team, Washington, he goes out there. He was out there for like a couple snaps and then left. He got hurt again. He is probably not making it in my lineup again. I'm not going to put him in there until he plays a full game. And if that means he doesn't play at all this year for my college squad, that that's what it means. Uh, and then tweet Devontae's Walker on your team. He got hit hit with a pretty big, uh, I think it was a blindside shot, uh, and he was actually hospitalized. He he left and came. He's he'd been you know released, but uh, got hit pretty good to be hospitalized. So yeah, something to be aware of if you weren't. He has not been cleared. They're not really sure if he's going to play this week. Shady move. Shady move. Well, maybe uh, maybe Chad put out a hit. Probably make sure did. he gets that number one seed. Probably did. Can't take that guy anywhere. <laughs> all right. What's our NFL news? Uh, first of all, uh, this news has been coming since week one. Should have been coming since week one. Desmond Ritter benched. My God. This guy is the worst quarterback in the red zone I've ever seen. <laughs> Averaging like, what, three turnovers a week inside the, not even like 20-yard line. It's like inside the 10 or 5. Fumbled multiple times on like the one yard. Get this guy out of here. Hi, Nikki, it is. Nate, get your team together. Also, why are you running the ball with him? You have Bijan, idiots. God, can't take those guys anywhere. Kirk Cousins joining Aaron Rodgers on the IR. Little torn Achilles world. But what do they do? They trade for Dobbs. That's quite the move. I mean, they've got an elite rookie, rookie number two, uh, a.k.a. Jordan Addison, lighting things up. So let's see if, if – I mean, Josh Dobbs is a competent quarterback, made Arizona look a lot better. And part of me is kind of wondering if Arizona is like, damn, like we're doing a lot better than we thought we'd be doing. We need to trade this guy. We're not, we're not going to have Kyler Murray. We're not going to activate him off of it. We're going to put him back. Uh, he, cause he can go back on the PUP list. But I think that at that point, then he's like shut down. Yep. Um, and we're going to get a high pick. Dobbs, Dobbs coming in. Uh, good trade. Not playing this week. Obviously doesn't know the playbook. So we'll see what happens. I, I could see Jalen Hall being so bad at some point in the fourth quarter. They're like, you know what, Dobbs, let's just go see what you got. 
I mean, I get Minnesota's still in the hunt, but at this point in time, we know they're not going to win at all. I guess go see what you have with Dobbs or – to me, I'm like tank, and let's try to get a quarterback. Let's get Justin rid of Jefferson. There's no way Justin Jefferson sees the field this year. No, nope. he's done. He's let's done. get rid of Cousins. He's he's a cap hit. Uh, their cap situation's not great. Let's let's go draft a quarterback. Let's see what we can do. But I don't know. I guess Dobbs is what they wanted. So uh, I don't know what I don't. I think it would be hard to trade Kirk Cousins. I think people would maybe like him but are weary to buy the Achilles injury. I don't know. I think I think he's I think he can be a free agent at the end of this year though. Okay. So I think they can set him free. Which screams him going to the Niners. Because I know Shanahan <laughs> but uh our next news is uh Big Willie style uh Will Levis uh, currently beating my Steelers sixteen to thirteen. Um, not happy about that. He's not looking bad, but he's not looking great. He's playing a good defense, but yes, uh, big big Willie style is starting today, and looks to be the foreseeable future. Like last week, four touchdowns. D Hop got three of them, I believe. Um, he, had like, he had like four catches and three touchdowns. Like he made yeah, most of them. Filthy. And then uh, now tonight he's not looking bad. He I don't think he's thrown for a touchdown at all. But he's Tristan Burks got a, a a catch. I mean, granted he limped off, but he touched uh, the ball. Yeah, that guy is going to be injured more than he is catching the ball. So you know, it only fits him well that he's he caught a football and and then got injured, but. I think I think we, they might have something Levis over there. I think they you know what? might be all right. You know what's you know what's funny about Will Levis in our league? It is the difference between Nate and Jacob in our league. Like somebody does well on Jacob's team, Jacob puts them on the block right away. It's like, hey guys, this guy's available. Nate has a guy on his team. And he does well. He's like QB one on this. T-. Like he he gives new nicknames to the guys. Like Jacob's like, hey, I'm selling this guy. Anybody want to buy him? And and then uh, you got Nate in there just giving guys nicknames, just getting more fully invested on these guys. Uh, I think it's a uh, funny because they're pretty much drastically different approaches. Jacob wants that good ROI and. Nate just wants to just get st- stuck in take lock. Like, hey, I had this guy, not trading him now, giving him a nickname, and practically like having a girl move in and she's got a toothbrush at your place. That's what that's what that's like. It you know it it is wild. Uh, what else we got in news NFL side? Uh, Kenny Pickett injured. His ribs, but he's playing tonight. So there wild, we are. Wild, wild week weekend for quarterbacks getting hurt. You had Matthew Stafford with his uh, thumb injury as well. Yep. Um, it just wasn't a great, great weekend to be a quarterback. I guess. Yep. Uh, born, torn ACL. He gone. I don't know whose team he's on, but R.I.P. Walder out. 
I also see he's out again this week, so. Might be out multiple weeks, that hammy. I mean, I'd be out multiple weeks if I had to play with fucking Danny Jones as my quarterback, too, so. Did you did you see uh, Kenneth Gainwell's troll job? Did you see this? Yeah, so so I was trying to, like, understand what actually happened. He, he like, tweeted somebody at a half or. Yeah, so, like, he fumbled the ball in the first half. Some yep. guy like drops in his DMs of like you know, hey, it'd be great if you'd hold on to the ball, this and that. And at halftime, Kenny Gainwell responds to the guy, you know, t- you know, pretty much telling him off or whatever. But somehow it gets out and it gets back to the coaching staff that like Gainwell's addressing Twitter trolls at halftime as opposed to whatever they're probably supposed to be doing uh, at halftime in that locker room and apparently there was a talking to so uh, just kind of funny <laughs> i mean g- get him kenny get get him gainwell show him who's boss uh i also uh i just want to bring up saw this when i was sitting at the bar earlier uh deshaun watson has he has practiced twice this week uh, but he doesn't know if he's going to play this weekend. So he has practiced two out of the two days, well, three days now. It's Thursday. Two out of three days this week. But he is not sure if he can play on Sunday. So uh, another Deshaun Watson update. Nobody has any fucking clue what's going on with that guy. Uh he can practice full speed, but he can't play full speed, I guess. I heard he might not be able to make it because he's got a block party <laughs> on Sunday. It sounds, you know, that that's a legitimate excuse. Like, you have a neighborhood get-together on a Sunday. That makes total sense. I mean, neighborhood get-togethers on Wednesdays or Thursdays or Tuesdays, that made it questionable at best. Uh, I just don't see many neighborhood get-togethers on those days. But speaking of which, we had a block party this past Saturday. We did it on a Saturday. It was wild. The whole neighborhood was in my garage. We drank beer. We watched football. Um, was it on a Thursday? I can tell you that. All right. Well, hey, maybe it's something to look forward to. Maybe you do something on a Tuesday. Uh, get a yeah. little action. Get people watching some action. Probably gonna. I think I'm gonna do a neighborhood book fair um, because book fairs seem to be coming back, and uh, probably on a Thursday because seems to be the right day to do a neighborhood book fair. Everybody can get their right. Lamborghini poster with their, Ooh, with their heck yeah, with their diary and uh, Mister Underpants fucking book. So sounds good to me. Um, the game's not over, uh, so I don't want to get ahead into next week's uh, league notes, but we've got our league notes. Malik Willis, last week, uh, the quarterback that Grimm, this is the quarterback that he he thought was coming. You know, I think it was just he dropped in the league chat like three weeks ago. We had two rushes for four yards, and, uh, I, uh, you know, still not starting. Uh, DTR. Uh, nothing. Tanner McKee, nothing. Tajay Spears, he was uh, three for three carries for twenty-seven yards and three receptions for nine yards. Uh, 
And the uh, hot take update through nine weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks, eight weeks, eight weeks, is uh, Burks versus Tajay touchdown is uh, still zero to one. So, uh, Burks should catch him here pretty soon. We'll see. Um, league trades. We're up to 67. We had four trades go down this week. Uh, we had tweet sent Jalen Conyers to Chad, uh, for a 2024 NCAA 10th. That's kind of whatever. I guess Chad probably needed a tight end tweet. Probably didn't need one and got a pick out of it. Sounds about right. All right, Nate. Let's just talk about, you know, I'll leave Nate's till late later. I want to talk about his a little bit more. Right. Uh, we had one. We had one go through a little bit ago. Uh, Jacob, uh, at the block party, I assume, gets Zach Charbonnet. Uh, Chad gets Gardner Minshew and Nate's NCAA 6 in 2024. That's fine. It is what it is. Yep. Uh, Gardner Minshew is going to start the rest of this year. Gives him a quarterback. Zach Charbonnet is fine. Uh, Chad... Going, you know, tweet. What do you think? Chad's going all in, uh, on the college side. He's the number one seed. He makes a trade to get Cam Ward and Jamari Thrash in return. I get Alvin Kamara. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's an all in move. Uh, honestly, I don't mind it as much as some people may think. Like, everybody sees the name Alvin Kamara and like. I, know, I think sometimes we think back to three years ago or so, Alvin Kamara. He's still producing. He's still a good running back, but he's not what he used to be. And I think Chad had the right to make that trade to go after. I think he's going after the college crown. Uh, Am Ward putting up 30 points a week. Why not? So. I would say even on both parts, I think they both got what they wanted and needed for what they're going for. So, yeah, and then for like for me, I, I kind of felt like it was a slam dunk. It's like Alvin Kamara. I mean, I don't know how many RB one seasons he has left, but also like the RB one, like the RBs out there in the call or in the NFL landscape, they're not that great anymore. So like he could honestly be really bad and still be an RB one for a couple more years. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. So, Chad, thanks for reaching out. Love the trade. Now, what I want to talk about here is Brett and Nate. So Nate, he's going to make the playoffs, and he's trying to make some moves. He goes out and gets Dylan Gabriel and Marcus Carroll from Brett. In return, Brett gets Dorian Singer, Dylan Edwards, Avery Johnson, and Jalen Brown. Thoughts around this one? Tweet. Uh, to me, like, this one's interesting. Uh, I personally feel like Nate's pressing to be a, a player in the playoffs, uh, on the NCAA side, which, you know, I, I don't disagree with. I think he can be, and I think he, he will be, but, uh, I definitely think that him going after Gabriel and Carroll are just like a push for the playoffs. Uh, 
Did he gain anything for the NFL side? I don't think so. I don't think Gabriel's an NFL quarterback. I don't think Carroll's anything to be on the NFL side. Brett-wise, Brett got a lot. I think Brett got better by getting worse. I think he got a lot of potential here. Uh, Johnson looks good out of K-State. I think he has a has some good potential down there. Um, don't mind Singer Edwards played. I mean, he started out hot. Still a good player. The way Dion likes to use him is going to be be there. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a hit or miss trade. I feel like Nate's just, just trying to push for those playoff points and more points in the playoffs. And Brett's like, whatever, let's let's – Let's throw in the towel. Let's get what we can for what we got. So, yeah, I I agree. Uh, you know, Nate putting up. I mean, he's on a he's on a nice little roll here. Uh, I, he uh, will get to um, the the games this week, but he did drop one this week. But in general, his teams have been putting up some pretty good points. Gives them a fighting chance. So that recaps our league trades. As a reminder, our trade deadline is Saturday. November 4th. It is November 2nd as we uh, record this during the Steelers game. You got till 11.59 p.m. If it comes in after that, I will not approve it. It will be sent back. So let's get into our Week 9 NCAA recaps. Uh, first off, we have Brett versus Luke. I told you guys, I changed up my signs. I know that Chad gave out my uh, signs to, to everybody. And lo and behold, I win. So, you know, do I think that's a coincidence? No. I think you guys have all been stealing my signs, and I'm fucking pissed at all of you. So I go out, and I beat Brett 221.46 to 207.26. Caleb Williams does Caleb Williams things, throws for over 350 yards, has two rushing, two passing. Ollie Gordon continues his streak of like 250 yard rushing performances. I'm excited to see if he can do it against Oklahoma this week. It'll be a little bit harder. Got uh, Maserati, Marvin Harrison. Maserati. Uh, uh, he he has a big game. Do you think it is potential that Marvin Harrison ends up winning the Heisman? I. That's been the chatter. Um, personally, I don't think so. Uh, I think it's that same game of the quarterback favoritism. I still think like Penix or Caleb's out now. I I think it's between Penix and Harrison, but I think the quarterback's probably going to get it. Give me Carson Beck. He's got he's got some big games. He's got he got. I think he's got Florida, or they just played Florida. They did just play. Uh, they're probably going to have Alabama in the championship game. Uh, you got Tennessee, and then I feel like there's another decent game. Maybe LSU. I can't remember. I feel like there's another another decent game where there'll be TV lights on, voters will be watching, and if he – does adequate enough. I think it might be enough. Like he hasn't had games like Penix has had great games, but he's also had like bad games. Oh, yeah, like, he's Carson Beck's just been like, oh, he's fine. 
Yep. But then is it a just fine Carson Beck or like, hey, if Ohio State doesn't have Marvin Harrison Jr. on their team, like he's probably legitimately won them like three games that they probably would lose. Maybe even think, four. I think the other name we got to throw in that hat is as long as Florida State keeps rolling. I mean, Jordan Travis, I don't think he gets enough enough hype on what he's doing. I mean, that team's if they roll undefeated, they could he could be in that conversation too. So yep. it's a it's a tough situation. Uh I don't mind Marvin Harrison for the Heisman at all, one bit. I think it would be fun if quarterback didn't win, but if I play my odds, I'm gonna play uh I'm gonna bet on one of these quarterbacks winning over over Harrison. So I'm gonna say though, like I don't remember exactly when Devonta Smith won it. Like whatever, like who else was years ago in there? But it's like I just don't remember that quarterbacks kind of being down this much. And it's like if a, a non-quarterback can't win it this year, then like let's just rename it to the, like the most valuable quarterback award or something. Like I, I don't know. It. That's just my two cents, but uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, he won it, so Devonta won it over uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Okay, yeah. Um, then the other people that were in the running, technically, I think those are the two there: Kyle Trask, Najee Harris, Brees Hall. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Ian Book, and Kyle Pitts. But I think the three that were there were T-Law, Mac, and Devonta. So. Gotcha. Um, get back to the matchup. Uh, Trayvon Henderson, he came back. He ran for 162 yards and touchdowns. So that was good to see. Ashton Genty, he's been putting up like 35, 45 points for me each week. He gets hurt. He didn't even play the second half. He got five points. Brett's team, Torrey Horton, he is now day-to-day. He got 10.2, been a staple of your lineup, uh, getting hurt. Marcus Carroll, who you trade away, gets 32.8 points. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, who also you trade away, gets you 29.24 points. Spencer Rattler, uh, 8.84 points. I'm curious uh, where he gets drafted this year. He will get drafted, but I'm curious if he's like a day four draft pick or a day six or seven guy. I don't know if he's got what it takes, but um, – be just kind of interesting. And Jawar Jordan for Louisville just continues to dominate on the on the ground game for Louisville, running for 163 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, but, yeah. <clears throat> so, with the win, uh, Luke moves to 2-1 and one versus Brett and holds a 46.98 point differential against Brett. Then we've got the next one, Chad versus Jacob. Chad pulls this one out, 276 to 228.22. Here I want to highlight uh, Tagovailoa, 25.06 points from your quarterback. Chad, Estime with 33 points. Vidal against Texas State, who's been a pretty high-scoring team, only gets you 4.3 points. That's uh, no bueno. Uh, Lejonte Wester, man on fire. And uh, also you had Ricky White, who was also on fire. Between the two of them, scored you like 70 points. And then Joshua Cephas sighting for UTSA, a guy that you were probably hoping to get stuff like this each week. He got you 28.3 points, which was his highest output all season. He's had a couple other 
uh, 20 point games. As for Jacob, Frank Gore Jr., who would never see his lineup ever again, is in his lineup scoring 39 points. He has 247 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Uh, Devin Leary decided to show up for a week. He got you 28.98 points. Uh, you got Colby Young and Jaleel Skinner scoring you a combined 6.5 points. So and Kavar- Kavorian Barnes, a guy that you probably hoped to do a lot better for, he only scores 3.2 points. Phil Moffa gets you 24.2 points and coming in for Shipley, who had the concussion, might be playing again here. <clears throat> so solid play for this week coming up. And Justice Ross Simmons, big week, 26.8 points uh, and was his highest output of the season. And with Torrey Horton being day-to-day, I think I would anticipate seeing more Justice Ross Simmons games uh, in that neighborhood. With the win, Chad moves to three and overs. Jacob and is plus 107.44 in respective points <clears throat> next game is ian versus nate nate had been on a hot streak he gets cooled off tonight uh ian scores 254.4 points while nate scores 203.18 points donovan smith gets you 1.82 points had he just pretty much done his season average and Shadur sanders gets you 12.68 points those two just do their average you pull this one out preston stone with 32.84 points for ian uh, uh you have uh jonathan brooks 23.8 points uh for you nate coleman does his thing troy franklin does his thing uh this is a pretty good matchup in general uh stover for ohio state the kid stover got you zero points nate uh, Jalen uh, Polk, 31.8 points. Again, this was just a good matchup overall. Um, you had Lavian Moss, who was out uh, with an injury. Started him. He got you zero points. Blake uh, Blake Watson uh, goes wild for 169 yards rushing and 100 yards receiving and two touchdowns for 43.9 points. Just unbelievable of what this guy is doing this year. Um, but, yeah, not enough to beat Ian. And Ian now moves to, or I guess Nate moves to two and one versus Ian, while Ian holds the point advantage by uh, six point seven eight points. So you think you're a contender, Nate? After that, Jesus. I mean, he thinks he thinks more like a pretender. Is yeah. what it's like. Sounds sounds like he's losing to Ian in the first round. Toodles, adios. Um. The next one is the Battle of the Cousins. And this one, we we thought, I mean, this is your pick. Tweet, you picked Patrick to win. He let you down. He, he let you down. Patrick loses 180.22 to 187.78. Uh, we, we had uh, Garrett Schrader, about seven points. Mertz scores him 22. He makes a trade to get Mertz. Turns out to be the winning move for for Grim to get Graham Mertz this week. Um, this just morning. not honestly, just not a lot of things here. I mean, Lad McConkey is somebody <laughs> I want to talk about. I mean, he he he's shown up lately, and uh, Eugene Wilson uh, seems to be a great freshman pickup there for for Grim. But yeah, on Patrick's side, he plays uh, Johnny Wilson, who didn't play in the game, got him a zero points. Uh, picks up on the waiver Ismail Mahadi and uh, Kyrie Robinson. They score him 
about 48 points between the two of them, his two biggest scores other than his quarterback. So, but yeah, that uh, that moves Grimm to be 3-0 and versus Patrick all-time, owning a point differential of plus 143.94, just in time for Thanksgiving. Uh, Grimm, you can hold that over Patrick if you guys get together uh, at Thanksgiving. Our last matchup is Corey versus Tweet, our Southern Bear, our number two seed right now. Uh, you two were battling. I think you were the two seed. He was the three seed. I'm not sure how that was. Uh, but yeah. two, two top teams playing. Uh, Tweet pulls this one out, 300.62 to 249.4. Great game. Quarterbacks for both teams came up to play. Uh, matched blow for blow pretty much. Um, pretty much your quarterbacks cancel each other out. You got 40-point games, 30-point games, high 20-point games from them. Braylon Allen gets hurt. Will Shipley gets hurt. They pretty much cancel each other out. Uh, Devontas Walker gets hurt. Uh, Amarin Hampton, who's been on fire lately, he gets you 35.4 points, 153 yards rushing, 41 yards receiving, two touchdown. You trade for Devin Neal. Uh, 112 yards rushing on Oklahoma. Jaden Ott, 33.3 yards. Um, it's USC's defense, so I'm not like too shocked about that. Um, but yeah, Sam Brown, uh, obviously quarterback chain doesn't do too well there. But what we need to talk about is uh, Ott on your team, and you did not play. Um, a certain player that you did not play a certain guy on his bye this week, which totally makes sense. Luther Burden, how did how did you get Luther Burden and Jaden Ott on your team? Uh, so I made I made a deal uh, with Ian. I kind of gave uh, Jordan love and uh, Nico. I'm alone. Uh, for. For Jaden Knott and uh, and give me some Luther Burden and the deal's working out great. Uh, Team Bear on the college side, we call ourselves Five Star Culture because that's what we run with. Like we're a very high class organization over in the college world. We don't get in trouble. We don't have problems. Um, we're 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 five stars, and. Uh, you know, I, I welcomed them with open arms, and, and they're really proving their worth. So we're happy to have everybody that's new on the team, especially Jaden Knott and, uh, and some Luther Burden. I think I think we're gaining we're gaining some traction into next year after we win it all this year. So, Well, you heard it here first. Tweet likes his uh, college players like he likes his notebooks. Um, Corey, Ted McMillan has a big game. He's been balling out ever since he's been a freshman. He's a sophomore this year for Arizona, 22 points. He had eight receptions, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, someone to hold on tight. I think he, he can do something there for your NFL team. Uh, and LaDainian Webb scores you 20 points. Had a pretty nice week last week. Um, not so much this week. I think he, he's held under 15 points. But, uh, yeah, Corey loses this one. So Tweet moves to 3-0 all-time versus Corey. Tweet holds a point differential of 128.02 points. Now let's get to the nuts and bolts of what happened. What does all this mean? Well, we're in our last week before our playoffs. We have 
for the first time in our three years, we have everything set. We we know who are in the playoffs. This week, uh, because of the loss by Jacob, because of the loss by Brett, because of the win by, um, and even because and because of uh, Ian's win, Brett and Jacob were eliminated, and the playoffs are set. It now we've, go. we've got to figure we got to figure out who is going to be where, but likely it'll be. Chat and tweet for the first round buys. So as a reminder to people, you've got the first two teams in each division make the playoffs. So those are your one through fours. Your top team in each division, that's your one and two. So record points, that decides who's the one, who's the two. Record and points decides the three and four for the second place teams. And then it's next best records for five and six. Well, based off of that, we've got, like I said, chat and tweet, likely the first round buys, jockeying for first and second place. As of today, if we were to end, Chad would be that one seed, tweet would be the two, even though they have the same record. Luke and Corey are going for third and fourth. They play this week, so winner gets third place, loser gets fourth place. Uh, Both can still win their division. Um but unlikely based off of the the matchups that we have here for Chad and Tweet this week. So that means fifth and sixth. Uh, again, Corey could lose, and then um, oh no, Corey's would be stop, will be in fourth for sure. Because well, if Ian were to win and and win in points, but I think Ian's so far behind in points, I don't think he can actually get to fourth. Um, I would have to look. So yeah, Ian is one game behind Corey, but like a hundred points behind him. So probably not happening unless Corey just craps the bed. So Ian, Nate, probably there at five and six, both at five and four and Nate owns an 80 point advantage. So you're going to, Ian, you're going to have to outscore Nate by quite a bit to get uh, the, the five seed. So that's pretty much what it comes down to. Um, then we would have uh, the top seed. Always, The number one seed will always play the worst possible seed that's there. And then so those get redone each week. So we'll have the third versus six and the four versus five. Um, come in two weeks here for the first round of the playoffs. Any questions, Sweet? Do you need to know anything else? You know, for your buys. Uh, for for my bye weeks, I don't. Uh, my only question is, can Nate make it out of his first round like he thinks he's going to? Probably not. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If uh, if he he gets to play Corey this week. I mean, Corey would have beat him last week, I believe. So I don't know. I don't know if he could do it. We'll see. I don't know if he, they've got enough time to learn the playbook, to be honest. Probably not. Uh, but, breaking news. Uh, this happened just a few minutes ago. Uh, Jacob's boy Burks was taken off on a stretcher. Uh, so, 
I'm not sure what happened. He he went up for a catch and looked like he caught it, but one foot out of bounds, and uh, he landed. It might have got knocked out the way he landed, but yeah, Traylon Burks was carted off the field. So, like a backboard. I'm not watching the game. Yep, backboard, everything. Huh. So, oh, my my. I, if I had to guess, it's going to end up being a concussion, but uh, I'm not a medical professional. For those that are listening, uh, I am just a professional uh, drinker. So, But I know a lot of things, so you should continue to listen to me because I'm the bear. Um, do you want to get a, give us some recaps for NFL teams? God damn it, we got to do this? Of course. Good Lord. Here we go again. So, last week, we are going to start with the hibernating bear going up against the other co-host, a.k.a. the, the, champ. the champ, Yep. the man, the myth, the legend. For, for a guy who doesn't care about NFL, I sure I sure do a pretty good job on the NFL side. I got my ass kicked. <laughs> but <laughs> let's not forget, like I scored 144 points. Mind you, I traded away three quarters of my NFL assets. I still put up a 144. Which was still, I mean, within a shot of Chad and Nate this week. Like, and I have very little assets. Like, if you look at my team compared to other teams in the NFL side, you would, like, laugh. And But my team keeps putting up points somehow. It's crazy. But congratulations, Luke. Uh we knew you were going to win. You waxed the league this week, by the way. Waxed them. You won in the league by 80 points over any other person. So, Well, I hope Alvin Kamara is is excited because he's never seen anything like this. He's been in the Cellar Dwellers uh, team for a while, and I think he'll, I think he will be refreshed on what winning looks like. I don't disagree. And you know what? You know what's going to continue to grow those point totals. Hey, can I show you this? So I took a video after our win against yeah. you. Yeah. You want to hear? You want to hear our locker room? Yeah. Here. Okay. Here's the video. Oh. We're we're just blasting. You guys did you guys you guys did team team Southern Bear dirty. We we use it as bulletin board material. Uh, uh, team Hyder, Hibernating Bear is uh, very disappointed that you would use our theme song, um, our hype song, as your as your celebration song. Like we kind of want you to like, can't you like do some like, some slow motion from like juvenile as your winning song? Maybe uh, we we get hyped for that one. Um, 
it, Maybe it, remix it, was much, it was very much uh Denver Broncos Taylor Swift vibes, you know, in our in our facility. It feels that way, yeah. <laughs> Very disappointed. Anyways, on to our next team. We don't need to talk about that anymore because the Bears upset. Our next team that won was Patrick. Patrick just moved to to five and three. This was this was a good battle right here. I mean, when you when you really look at the battle, Chad came in four and three. Patrick came in. Four and three. I don't know if I know how to do math, but I don't think that made sense. Uh, but anywho, yep, four and three and four and three. One team won. One went to nope. five and three. One team that lost. One made four sense. and four. Well, would yeah. you look at that? Uh, <laughs> anywho, Patrick comes in, gets a W. Uh, Patrick is running off of some Joey Burrow highlights right now. the The Bengals are back. Jamar Chase is always open. FYI, ride Joey B till the end because I think the Bengals are running. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Big L, big week from Kamara. You got some stuff out of Judy. You got some stuff out of some other players, but uh, just not enough. I mean, OBJ getting zero points out there in Baltimore. Not good. We got Team Brett. Team Brett Hafner. He he is scrounging up his second dub of the year against Team Nate, who has, well, one win. Um, but Brett was out there to compete this week. This man was our second highest scoring person of the week. Brett. And he, and he wasted it on Nate. Unfortunately. Brett showed out. Um, honestly, Goff, his probably best quarterback, didn't show up. He's still got Baker just rolling down there in Tampa, though. Like, one of those things you didn't expect to see. Um, but he just put out good performances, Mexican. Mexican? Uh, Mixon. Mixon, not Mexican. Uh, that's the food <laughs> I was going to eat tonight. Anywho, uh his his players showed up, and uh, Nate's players showed up like they normally do. So, I mean, honestly, had Nate just you know not started CJ Stroud and Desmond Ritter, like, and started the quarterbacks they should have of Joshua Dobbs, who got damn near thirty points, and Will Levis, who almost got thirty five points. I mean, this wouldn't be an issue, but like, obviously, you think you obviously think CJ Stroud's better than Will Levis, which I mean, I guess. But obviously not. He also believes Desmond Ritter is a legit starting quarterback in the NFL, which obviously he is not. So whatever. Well, technically, he was, and then he wasn't. He's he's not good. Then we got Big Velvet, aka our co-host, who's at a block party eating caramel apples. Uh. I don't know what else do you do at block parties. Sip sangria, like probably talk about fantasy football if they're anything like me, which then might as well just be on the podcast. No. Why he's not on his phone in the garage talking to other people about fantasy football and have guests? 
that I mean, if his neighborhood isn't listening to our podcast, I mean, what kind of support system is that neighborhood? If you're going there to support their uh, block party and they're not supporting our podcast, so maybe find a new neighborhood, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a sad neighborhood to be honest with you. Uh, first of all, like most people, like if you're going to have a block party, you're going to do it on a day that's not a weekday because like everybody likes to party. Yeah, so I can just tell y'all probably like at book club at Kirkendall, which I know is near your house, and uh, you're you're just charcuterie boards, charcuterie boards and book night, like no wine because got schooled the next day. Yeah, well, sparkling wine, the the like uh, the kind you give your kids on New Year's, you know, um, yeah. Welch's style. I'm just disappointed in this guy. Uh, somehow he won against Ian. I I would liken it to the fact that um, Ian put up a big big week and just happened to lose this one. It's yeah, a, it's a it, tough one to swallow. I I just think you know Christian McCaffrey finally decided to show up, and um, you know it, it's a tough week for Ian. I I think that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but Ian, if you if you know anything, you're not. Sitting at a Thursday night uh, block party, drinking uh, Welch's sparkling wine. So uh, you're probably drinking uh, real beer and and real stuff. So um, at least that's a win for you, man. Theoretically, Tweet, would you rather have on your team, NFL college, would you rather have Daniel Jones – Taylor Heineke, Jay Denott, and Luther Burden, or have Jordan Love and Luther Burden gone, Jay Denott gone, still have Taylor Heineke and Jones. So do you want to add, you know, this mid-quarterback and lose these studs? I mean, that's what Ian decided. He said that was like, yep, that's what I got to do. Here we are. Give me, give me the studs all day. Studs over duds. Yep. All day. Uh, Nate, I apologize, but your quarterback just threw an interception. Steelers win. Oh, my. All right, we're we're on to our last matchup. Everybody's least favorite team to talk about. Everybody's least favorite. The most exciting game, though. I mean, wish it, was, had, wish it had a better ending. It was the most exciting game, but nobody wants to see Graham win. Like nobody in the, like Murphy over here, my my uh, puppy Golden, he's chilling, he's snoozing, he's like, "Fuck Graham, I don't want him to win ever." I've ever, taught him you know, ever, ever since he got in the chat, and he was like, "Hey, I don't remember if it was him or Belleville." One of you two jokers, like, hey, who who do you guys want to see win win the championship? And like, nobody picked me. Like, and some people actually picked Grim. Like, gross. Yeah, disgusting. I mean, Grim, Grim Squad shows up this week. Uh, I mean, the the old Rashad White getting seventeen point nine. Uh, Seven receptions this week, out of his mind receiving the ball, going up against Clyde, uh, <laughs> CEH. 
um, who had one carry for four yards. Going to beat that all day, every day with those stats. Jonathan Taylor's not there. He isn't. I mean, he had 12 carries for 95 yards. Just no TDs. He's on his way. But, yeah, I, I, I hate to say it, but Grimm just beat him. And, uh, honestly, Grimm is kind of struggling in the quarterback area, dare I say it. Uh, T-Law not performing as high as he should. Herbert's throwing up the points, but he's got decisions to make between T-Law, Fields if he's healthy, and Mac Jones. And Mac Jones is putting up just as many points as T-Law, according to last week, so. I got a question for you, Tweet. In in our in our format, C two C, super flex, one point PPR, six point passing. Who would you rather have on your team, Trevor Lawrence or Marvin Harrison Jr.? Good quarterbacks are hard to find. How far apart are those two? I'm taking T Law for sure. Um, I take him because of the proven factor. Uh, I think Marvin Harrison can be a factor in the NFL, but I also wonder how big of a factor he can be. Like, is he going to come in and be a JJ? I mean, or Jordan Addison, as we've been looking at these, uh, these numbers this week, but uh, is he going to come out and do that? Very well could. Could he be a dud? I don't think so. Um, I, I'm all in. I would take T-Law all day, every day, over over Marvin Harrison at this point. I mean, you work with Grimm. What do you think Grimm would do? Uh, if I had to guess, Grimm, knowing Grimm, Grimm is a very large Trevor Lawrence fan, and uh, – I don't think you can get Trevor Lawrence for Marvin Harrison, Caleb Williams, and a first. I don't think you can Whoa. get him. I, I don't wow. think that's going to work. So. Um, but he's got Mac Jones to, to just slot right in there, though. Well, kind of. Um, yes and no. But he's still looking for three firsts for Mac. So. No, that, makes, that makes sense. And uh, Saquon's for seven. Seven first, that's right. Yep. Well, maybe this little egg is uh, what what uh, Grim Grim comes across if he listens. Trade deadline, Saturday, the 4th, 11.59. Let's just see if anybody reaches out. I don't know. We'll find out. All right. Well, we're running a little bit long, but we can't. Um, let the people go without our picks. Our power rankers took another night off. They don't want to give any power rankings going in uh, to the last week. They said the the playoffs are set. Luke's running away with it. What's the point of doing NFL power rankings anymore? It's Luke and then everybody else. Uh, and then it's like, hey, we don't need to do it this week. We're, playoffs are going to start. I'm like, it's fine. We already know who's making it. Those are your top six. I was like, fine. Top six. Yeah, so I was like, fine. They wanted to put me at number one. I was like, hey, let's you know hold the horses uh, before we start waving around our our shirts 
over our heads. I mean, we got back on the winning track. So, but we're gonna get we're gonna get another one. We're changing up the signs this week again. Michigan's watching. So, uh, I've lost count on on the NFL, but on the NCAA, the season stat is thirty-one and fourteen for Tweet. Pretty pretty good record there. What do you think? What do you think's coming on this week, week ten of the NCAA? <clears throat> North Carolina gonna raise up. We gonna whip around like a helicopter. <laughs> That's the Bears theme song, y'all, and uh, welcome to the Bears Corner. We're back. We are southern as hell. You know what? We're going to go racing this weekend. Boogity, boogity, boogity. We're going racing. We are back in the college corner. You know, ever since I got that Jaden Daniels guy, I've been feeling more Cajun than I ever felt in my entire life. Whew. Shrimp boils. You know, crab cakes, those are northeastern, not even down south, Mardi Gras. Uh, I'm just <laughs> loving it all down here. So get Jaden uh, from Jacob and uh, pretty excited about it. So bring on Jacob. <laughs> tweet. Whew. Tweet is going to win by a mile. First of all, Riley Leonard didn't play tonight, which we all knew was not going to happen. Did he play him? Yeah, he was the, he was in the starting lineup, Lucas. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah, well. I guess he was, he was at, at the block party. Yeah, he, he didn't uh, have Thursday time. Night. He was supposed to play, then he didn't play, then he did play, and then he didn't. R.I.P. Ian, who has locked up a spot in the playoffs versus Patrick. When I look at this matchup, I'm not really sure what I want to see. I'm not really sure I can't see anymore. <laughs> couple beers. couple beers or two. Uh, give, me, give me Ian all day, air day, y'all. Um, I, I want to interject here. Uh, the tweet, Jacob, tweet, you own a three and one. Uh, series lead during the regular season over Jacob, holding a point differential of 181.32. Ian holds a 3-0 regular season uh, series lead over Patrick and holds a 265.32 point differential. Resume, Southern Bear. Oh, my light. Y'all y'all ever seen a matchup like Nate versus Brett? Could yes. Nate make all these movements? And end up losing to Brett still. Yeah, I, I've seen those. Those matchups are usually like those midget professional wrestling matches. Oh, yeah, valid point. Nate makes these trades. He thinks he is a contender. But can Nate beat Brett? Wee. Uh, give me, just still give me Nate, because because uh, <laughs> Brett's team's looking pretty sad. All right, yeah, I'm honestly like Brett's team probably would have beat him, and then Nate's like, oh, I need to get these guys who uh, are probably going to beat me. Giving them on my team makes sense. Nate owns a three and O regular season win over er, series win over Brett. 
while holding a 150.4 point differential. Mr. Lucas. Oh. Talk versus, to versus Mr. Corey. This is my game of the week right here. I think it's a big week. Both teams. I think four. this is like crawfish and crawl daddies. They're one on the daddy. same. But we're going to call Luke daddy this week. Hey, yeah. He's me. We're going to call him crawl daddy. Game of the week. Mr. Lucas Probasco comes through, beats Corey this week because I think Caleb Williams shows up and wins big. Final pick am, of the week. We got, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I am serious. Excuse me. Yep, series. <clears throat> owns a series lead of 3-0 versus Corey and have a 111.56 point differential. Uh, resume, Southern Bear. Whoa, 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 I don't need to see that. Excuse me for the crowd shut. Uh, I was out here looking for some more crawdaddies to... To boil up this evening. Here we go again. We got Graham versus Big L. Um, not a whole lot of analysis when you're talking about a team Graham. Uh, that man could not, you know, he couldn't put a pecker, paper, pecker eyes. Dude couldn't find his way out of the paper bag. Right? What? Guy couldn't find his way out of a paper sack. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't find a pecker in a pecker pack either. So, you Heck know, yeah. um, get, get, give me, uh, who's who he playing again? Big L. Chad. Who even knows? Give me Big L all day, every day. Uh, Grimm's team is about as pathetic as his cousins. Grimm holds a series lead over Chad. Three and O with a point differential of plus eighty one point seven zero. Chad, as a reminder, as you set your lineup for this week, week one, Grim defeats you two forty seven point nine six to one eighty three point oh four. What an embarrassment of a team that is number one. Gross. That's embarrassing. Grim's team just been slowly declining ever since week one, it looks like. Yeah, they're falling apart. Yeah, week four, the wheels fell off. He scored 138 points. Well. All right. What do we got for NFL picks? We're going to run through these pretty quick here. NFL-wise, we're going to go Corey versus uh, the hibernating bear. Hibernating Bears coming out strong this week after the Thursday night week, but uh, we are going to go all in on the quarry because the Hibernating Bear is still hibernating. It's winter. It still is. We've got Mr. Probasco versus Mr. Havner. Mr. Probasco has a 75% chance to win, 78% chance to win versus Mr. Havner. Already, neither one of them had a single player play this evening, but Brett and 
I can't even talk right now. Brett's <laughs> fucking lineup is that bad. He is already a 75% chance to lose. Who am I taking? Luke. I know so, Brett. Brett's got a 75% chance to get his ass kicked. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I was, like, kind of thinking, like, maybe he had a guy on, like, like four guys on a bye week. Turns out they're all still playing this week. So, anywho, that's <laughs> not good. Uh, Man, this one's a tough one. We got the cousin-cousin matchup. Oh, we, we're going cousin-cousin game of the week this week. We are we're going back at it. Um Grim, who is thought to be a favorite, one of the favorites for the NFL side championship versus his cousin Patrick. I am gonna go with Patrick. I think Patrick's gonna pull it off this week. He's already got a head start, uh a barely head start, 23. Point nine points over 19.2, but that is Deontay Johnson in Pickens against Henry. I didn't read that part, but yeah, you mean Patrick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Nate versus Ian. Uh, Nate played Levis this week. Wrong week to play Levis because uh, he got him eight points. So give me Ian. Because Nate can't figure his life out. And then we got Belleville versus Big L. Big L, I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry, man. I want to pick you against Belleville, our old co-host, our old compadre, our old whatever you want to call him. Um, You know, but I have to pick – I, I got to pick him. I got to pick Big, Big L. I'm sorry. I got to pick – I have to pick Belleville because, you know, RIP. Like, we're doing a celebration of life for him on our podcast this evening. Um, we miss him. Do you think that's what the block party is, is a celebration of life for Jacob? Yeah. I, we. I mean, we love him. I don't. We have, we cannot confirm or deny that he has passed away, but uh, we are we're deeply saddened by his uh, his disappearance, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, the Mexican cartels take care of him, um, and uh, you know, praise Allah and all the other people that are out there. Jesus, Amen. Uh, All right, I think um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I think the beer's gotten too too much into you. Um, oh, we're not we're not praying anymore. We're 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 done. Okay, um, go Jacob. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> Let's go. All right, hey tweet. I want to remind you to start your studs again. Okay. Yep. Start them again. Uh, and if some people don't understand that. Start your five stars as if they were a notebook. Hopefully that is a good analogy for other people. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh quick housekeeping. Uh, uh we'll be going, we'll be talking about our, you know, do a quick recap who's playing who. 
I will be out next week. I am traveling for work, so I will be in Louisiana. I'm hoping Thursday night to be walking around LSU's campus, uh, just checking stuff out, see if, see what the the football stadium looks like, et cetera. I got to be down there uh, for work for a week, so I leave Sunday Sunday night, or I guess Sunday afternoon. Um, so excited to go check that out, but I will not be on the podcast. But we will uh, record a podcast. Uh, it sounds like Tweet is is able to do that. We'll have to get confirmation uh, from Jacob. I might join via my cell phone, but I will not have my computer. I'll have my work stuff with me. I won't have my computer to actually move everything into a podcast form. I'm supposed to get back around 6 p.m. Uh, Friday night. So then whenever I get back, I will try to get that made into a podcast for either late Friday night or sometime Saturday as I, as I get back into things. So that's a quick PSA. Don't forget to start your studs, five-star notebooks and I want you guys to play your inner piece. Get off, the this should just be our outro. I mean, why not? But hey, we will talk to you next week. Good night.